WRSR, Owasso Flint. The following program has been pre-recorded and is paid for by Discover Flint Township. The views expressed are those of Discover Flint Township and do not necessarily reflect the views of 103.9 The Fox or Krill Communications, Inc. Welcome to Discover Flint Township, a program showcasing our local community. Flint Township is ready for your next move. And now, your host, Flint Township Economic Enhancement Director, Tracy Tucker. I'm Tracy Tucker, and this is Discover Flint Township, brought to you by the Flint Township Economic Development Authorities, HAP, Financial Plus Credit Union, Shea Automotive Group, and 103.9 The Fox. This morning, we will be speaking uh, with Bridget Hollingsworth-Stafford from HAP, and we'll also shine our guaranteed rate business spotlight on Michigan Vascular Center. But let's get started with Bridget. For those of you who haven't listened to our show before, Bridget is the Director of Marketing and community outreach for HAP in their mid-Michigan market. Hey, Bridget, how are hey, you doing? great. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. good. So I understand that today we are, this is an all-men's health awareness month, right? I think, right? Yeah. So we're going to talk about... Uh, trying to get that guy of yours oh to, uh, or for you men out right. there, uh, to get in and uh, make sure you're taking care of your health. So Absolutely. June is Men's Health Awareness Month, yep. and so we want to focus on that and get folks in to see their doctor and to get all the, the tests and all the screenings that are so important to get. Sure, sure. So, you know, it, it's really... Um, Guys are really oh my not the best about going no, to the doctor. No, they're not. <laughs> you know, historically, you'll, you'll hear guys say, and it, it's really true, um, that, that men seem to be more hesitant to go to see the doctor when something sure. is wrong or they think something is wrong. And they're also not as likely as women to get those preventive screenings and get their checkups. And, and that's kind of scary because, you know, we've talked about this before, but early detection of medical issues is really the best way to improve their condition and to make sure that the treatment and management of that issue is is handled as best as possible. Um, and it really is an important topic, and that's why the month of June is dedicated to men's health awareness. All right. So make sure you're listening in for the next few minutes. If you don't if you don't plan on staying for a whole show, at least get the next few minutes because for sure. this is very important. Um, you're going to kind of go over with us um, what screenings um, that men should be um, sure to get at certain age groups, right? Right, right. So to start out with, you know, if you're in your 20s or 30s, this is really a time when you need to start thinking about having an ongoing relationship with a primary care physician, and that's mm-hmm. family practice, internal medicine, someone who can handle your overall health. They'll, they'll be able to send you to specialists if need be and so forth, but really having a trusted health professional who knows you, knows your history, knows what's going on with you, and can talk to you about health concerns really makes it easier to stay on top of all that stuff that you need to do. So at this stage in your life, the 20s and 30s, you really need to start looking at biometric screenings and early detection of certain things. And so some important aspects of that, vaccinations. You know, that's been a huge topic of conversation. Um, Mm -hmm. An annual flu shot, super important. A tetanus booster you need every 10 years. And I'm going to say it again. If you haven't gotten your COVID-19 vaccine yet, 
yet, now would be a great time to do that. Yeah, and tennis, you know, that's very important, especially like if you're in the construction field or oh, something sure. like that. You know, I have had friends who have passed away from being injured and they didn't have their tetanus shots and stuff and they were in the construction industry. So make sure you're getting that. Yeah, it's very know. important. A few other things you want to start looking at in your 20s, your blood pressure, your cholesterol level, and also diabetes screening. Diabetes is so prevalent in our community and it's something where lifestyle factors and family history can you know mm-hmm. increase your risk. So you definitely want to start checking that out around that age. You also want to start doing an annual skin check. Have your doctor look at your skin, look at your skin yourself for moles or any changes, some things that might dictate skin cancer or other types of um, conditions that need to be managed. And it's also time to start looking at depression screening. Depression is a huge issue and a problem. So those are the types of things that your doctor's going to recommend when you're in your 20s and 30s. And it really sets the foundation for the future and the things that you need to be thinking about to stay as healthy as you possibly can. Right. And what and one of the biggest things is just make sure you have a doctor that you trust and that um, you start seeing them at least once a year. Exactly. Right? It's really important to have that relationship. Again, having somebody who's sort of the, the hub of the wheel, if you will, mm-hmm. that kind of helps coordinate everything that you're doing and knows about all the different conditions you have and is able to kind of help direct you uh, to the, the services that are going to be most beneficial for you. And mm-hmm. and once you get up a little bit into, you know, the 40s and 50s, of course, the things we talked about before are still important. But this is when you start to see the increase in risk factors for things like heart disease and diabetes. And some men also may notice that their blood pressure is getting a little bit higher around this age and they're seeing weight gain because mm-hmm. their metabolism is slowing down a little mm-hmm. bit. So a few of the things that should happen in the 40s and 50s it's no fun but it's really important (laughs) colon cancer screenings yeah uh, yeah. So, you know, whether some of those um, can be simple tests, others can be uh, a colonoscopy. You'll, again, get some guidance from your doctor, but you need to have those every 10 years starting around age 45. Um, you also want to talk to your doctor about having a prostate cancer test. It's really important, and, and your doctor can dis, uh, help you determine if a PSA test is, is good for you to have. And another thing you want to start looking at more closely in the 40s and 50s is your eye exams. You want to get screened for glaucoma at least every one to three years. Um, So at this stage, it's also really important to to focus on heart health, and that means paying more attention to your diet, being more active, and trying to maintain a healthy weight. So those are some focus for your 40s and 50s. Yeah, and you're not saying you have to get a colon screening every year. I mean, <laughs> no. you know, one, you know right. every 10 years. So yeah. get it done, get it out of the way, exactly. and, you know, it's set it's, your calendar for 10 yes. years down the road. <laughs> yep, and your doctor can help remind you. I, I've experienced that myself. So, And then, you know, as you get up into your 60s and so, really, this is when we need to continue looking at those physical things. But staying mentally active is super important for your overall health health and well-being. So men's screening at around 60 and up should include all of the things we've talked about before, but you also want to start looking at a few other things. Uh, You want to talk to your doctor
doctor about some of these things and get their guidance on how often they should be screened. But some things you want to look at, make sure you're adding a pneumonia uh, shot at, uh, in your mm-hmm. 60s mm-hmm. and pay a little bit more attention to your brain health. You know, your doctor may do some memory tests or other kind of tests to help, you know, measure and, and, and keep track of your brain health. Mental health screenings are still really important. And this age is around when we start to see some hearing deterioration as well. Mm-hmm. So that would be something your doctor might add to your overall um, screenings when you're around 60 or so. Yeah. Yeah. And I we're going to talk a little bit more about this. But before we do, I will remind everybody, I am not a doctor. <laughs> Neither and am I. <laughs> we do have a doctor on later in the show. Yes. But I am not. So, <laughs> so if you have a question on any of these things, Please go to your physician. So, um, but we will uh, talk about this a little bit more. So, uh, brain health and memory test, mental health screenings, hearing tests. Yeah. So, those are a little bit different. They may have to do with colon um, uh, exam and right. those types of screenings as well. Basically, getting into your doctor is the first step. Oh my gosh, that's so important, Tracy. So quit worrying about what it is you need to go to them for, because if you, you know, you should do an annual exam, right? Correct. Every year. For sure. Everyone needs to see their yeah. doctor at least once a year. Yeah. And don't brag about how long it's been since you've seen your doctor. That's yeah. horrible. <laughs> I, I hate to hear that. Uh. Um, but some things you really want to do, make sure you're scheduling these recommended screenings, you know, by or around the ages yeah. that we've talked about. It really can help identify identify health issues before symptoms appear, and it could help detect conditions really in the early stages. When it's much easier to treat, it's much less invasive, it's much less inconvenience for you, too. Right. And if you have an issue, you need to tell the doctor what it is. You know, um, they've heard it not all. a mind reader. I talked to a lot of doctors. They've heard everything. So don't be afraid to talk to well, your doctor. <laughs> I love the, well, they should know what's wrong. Well, I, my husband had. They're we not were talking. My husband said, "You know, if they wanted a patient who didn't wasn't able to communicate with them what their symptoms were and what was wrong, they'd be a veterinarian." Right. Exactly. <laughs> Although they say the the animals are, you know, you can translate them too. I have an app that translates what my cats say. Oh, that's but, funny. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it's true or not, but but yeah, but, definitely tell your doctor oh if there's gosh, anything sure. weird going on in your health Absolutely. or anything like that. Yeah. You're gonna want to talk about your lifestyle, your mm-hmm. diet, and be honest. Like I said, they've heard it all. They're not going to judge. Yeah, um, you want to talk about your family history, any of the health-related topics that um, are going on with you or your family. And and you do, like I say, make it a priority. You know, you know, a lot of people do, we've talked about before, um, New Year's resolutions. Even if one of the things you do at the beginning of the year is say, okay, when is my checkup or my wellness exam mm-hmm. or my whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. let me make sure I have the that scheduled, you know, make that something that you do every year without fail. It's so, so important. Yeah, and a lot of the insurance companies pay for that. Oh my exam, gosh, it's, right? It's, so it, why preventive care yeah. is covered, and that was under the um, the Health Care Reform sure. Act, and uh, Obamacare kind of helped mm-hmm. to make that where you should not have to pay anything for services that your provider bills as a preventive service. Sure, um, certain ones might require that you know it's done within certain periods of time, but ultimately mm-hmm. you should not have any cost associated yeah. with your so preventive care. No so excuses, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so you know, reconsider the reasons why you haven't been to your doctor, please take a second, 
think about yourself and your family and and really talk to your team about some potentially life saving screenings. I mean, yeah. some of these things are really simple to do, but they're so important to do. And again, I'm going to say it one more time, probably more than one, get your <laughs> COVID-19 vaccination if you haven't already. Yeah. There are lots of uh, opportunities around Genesee County and the area to do that. Please, please, please get your COVID-19 vaccination. Yeah, we talked to uh, Piester Prince from uh, Central Church of the Nazarene, which is in Flint Township, but um, they were they're still doing the vaccinations there every Wednesday if anybody wants to come. You know, yeah, I think they're doing walk-ups as well now. Yeah, I mean, but go to the Genesee County are. Health mm-hmm. Department website and yep. you can um, GC schedule. for me. GC for me. <laughs> GC yep. for me. Yep. Um, and you know, because men's health is so important, we're doing some events this month. Um, some of them are targeted to our Medicaid members, but really the information we're going to be sharing is appropriate for everybody. So you could visit our website at hap.org to get more information, but we have some events coming up on June 17th and June 19th, and we've got a whole host of experts to help answer questions and provide information. We're doing some in-person activities around Detroit, and we're doing, um, so folks up here could access us via Zoom or WebEx, and so visit our website, hap.org, get more info, get in and get your care, men. Yeah, there you go. So, wow, this has been an exciting show. We talked about so many things. I'm like, um, I'm trying to think what else was there I wanted to bring up. I mean, the men's health is so important. And, you know, I, I so am horrible about going. To, and, yeah, to, we need know. to do the women's one, too, because I know I'm bad. <laughs> At, but my husband's worse. So, <laughs> so we had to do the yeah. men's health one now. Yeah. So uh, men's health awareness month. Make sure you um, talk to your guy and get him yes. to do this. Or if you are a guy and you're listening, you need to get in and talk to your health provider. Please it's don't very put important. it off. Please see your doctor. Yeah, we'd like to keep our listeners healthy. Right. <laughs> we need all of you. <laughs> yeah, we need all of you. <laughs> so um, I guess that's it for this month, huh? Thanks, We're, Tracy. It's so nice having you. you here. Thank you very and much. I'm trying to think if we have anything coming up, but Bridget will be back again next month. And um, she is from HAP Empowered. Right. right? HAP Empowered <laughs> is our Medicaid brand. Yeah. And, and we're thrilled to have so many members here in the greater Flint area. And we're happy to, to serve all of our members. So again, HAP.org is an awesome place to start for all kinds of information. And HAP is here for you. So. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming in. And uh, coming up next... We are going to have our uh, Guaranteed Rate Business Spotlight with uh, Michigan Vascular Center. So we'll see you again next month. All right. Thanks, Tracy. Right. Bye. We want to do a special thanks to all our sponsors, Flint Township Economic Development Authorities, HAP, Financial Plus Credit Union, Shea Automotive Group, and 103.9 The Fox. During our Guaranteed Rate Business Spotlight segment every week, we feature a local Flint Township business. And today we have Dr. Mark Matos from Michigan Vascular Center. Welcome today. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you, Tracy, for having us. I I really uh, love your property that's there at the corner of Linden and Bristol, right? It's beautiful. You guys always take such immaculate care of it. Um, and I kind of went off topic because I didn't even talk about this earlier but um i do want to say that's where it's at the the northwest corner of linden and bristol road you all see it there when you're stopped at that light that takes forever but um they can stop in and see you guys but let's start out with who you are 
and what you do at Michigan Vascular Center. Well, thank you. Um, I'm a vascular surgeon, and uh, I'm the program director for Michigan Vascular Center Vascular Surgery Fellowship Training Program. Okay. Um, and uh, I'm one of 10 vascular surgeons who are in the group. Wow. And uh, seven advanced practitioners uh, who take care of patients with vascular disease. Okay. So when, when you're talking about um, vascular disease and... I, I didn't say I was going to ask you this either, but what exactly do you mean by that? That's when you get into the veins and stuff, right? Or no, what exactly is that? It's part of the answer. So okay. what, the, what we do is that, and that's a common misconception amongst the public and the, the lay people who aren't in medicine, is that we treat both veins and arteries. And so okay. I like to think of it as, and we like to think of it as that we treat everything from the head down to the toes, but not inside the head and not the heart. Okay. Everything else is our domain in terms of what we care for with patients with disease. So wow. carotid arteries to prevent stroke, uh, the aorta to prevent aneurysms. And so we have a, we take care of everything except for two, two places on the body and that's inside the head and the heart. All right, awesome. And I'll remind everybody, I'm not a doctor. So <laughs> we say that quite often on here <laughs> and I didn't stay at a holiday inn. So I'm going to ask the same questions that everybody else would ask. <laughs> but before we, I uh, want to talk more about your team later, but before we do that, how long have you been in that location there at Linden and Bristol? Um, you know, probably a good 25 to 30 years. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, they were just down the street uh, at a, a smaller place for the first five to 10 years, 15 years. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they, as they grew, I've only been here six years, but okay. as they grew uh, from a small company to a larger company, they needed a bigger space. Sure, sure. So um, you've already talked about what services you, now do you provide services at the hospitals and outpatient facilities, you do both? Yeah, we're, we're large enough to do that. And we're, you know, we've had a, a pretty good growth, which is, we're very grateful for. Um, sure. We work at four hospitals in the region. We work at McLaren, Genesis and Hurley, and at Lapeer Hospital. Uh, and we do emergency services at McLaren, at Hurley and at Genesis, but not yet at Lapeer. Wow. Uh, we also have five different outpatient centers that we take care of patients, both seeing them in the clinic and also performing procedures. And so we have a pretty wide ranging area. We go up to Saginaw. Uh, we have outpatient centers here uh, in the Flint area. Uh, and we have a vein solutions with Dr. Scott Garner, who's one of my colleagues and partners. He does only veins. Uh, and so that's his specialty. So we have a pretty wide-ranging, comprehensive area that we treat. That's awesome. So now you talk about that you do have a uh, single center comprehensive care concept. What is that concept and how does it work? Well, much in medicine can be fragmented. And so I don't know if what your experience is, but I've been a patient before. And so I've been asked to go one place, then I have to go to a next place, right. and then I have to go to a next place, and I have to do this and I have to do that. Sure. From a vascular surgical point of view, since we take care of patients everywhere in the body, except the head and inside the heart, our patients want to know that we can actually take care of them in a one-stop visit. Right. And so we do that. And so that involves the initial care by nurses and the surgeons and the advanced care providers. But that also includes 
the non-invasive vascular lab where we actually look at arteries and veins under an ultrasound. Um, it involves if like some of our patients, we are not able to save their legs. It's just part and parcel of the work we do. Right. And so they have an amputation. Mm-hmm. So rather than sending them somewhere else to be evaluated by a physical therapist, mm-hmm. a prosthetist, or an occupational therapist for somebody who's had a, let's say, a below-the-knee amputation, we have that service in our office. It's an in-house office. It's called Amputee Associates, and they are within the Michigan Vascular Center realm. Um, and our patients are so grateful because they would move from the room that I see them in 25 feet away and there's the prosthetist who will then discuss all things about having a prosthetic leg and the newest advances and our patients don't have to travel they they go to the parking lot they come in and they see everybody we think that from a cost efficiency from a clinical efficacy point of view is the only way to go and we think that distinguishes us from a lot of other people we're the only how should i say the only vascular center in the midwest 13 state region that has that ability to do that. That's awesome. And just the stress that it takes off the patient too would help recovery, right? Yep. So what happens is that when in that circumstance, and we'll just focus focus on that, most patients, by the time they come to that point of view, are, are saddened by the fact that they've had sure. to lose their leg because of diabetes, because sure. of ulcer, because of smoking, all those risk factors that lead to things that we aren't, weren't able to save the leg, which happens in a small number of patients. So part of the, the comprehensive care, the, having the process and the team approach to vascular surgery is that we also assess their wellness and their mental needs as well. They need that kind of support that for us to say, it's gonna be okay. Right. You're gonna be walking. It'll be with a prosthetic leg. Mm-hmm. But you're going to be walking and living your life normally rather than being depressed and saddened at home, not doing things. Yeah. You help them through the trauma. Absolutely. Of that situation. Absolutely. Yeah. That's wonderful. Uh, I thought of a question while you were talking and it just went out of my head. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, I'll think of it like two minutes down the road. <laughs> so you have um, a group, a team there. Yeah that are not only locally well-known, but nationally as well, that are held up as leaders in their field. Um, you wanna talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, I'd be happy to. So uh, one of my partners, Dr. Robert Molnar, who's been at, uh, here since 1998 at Michigan Vascular Center, he is the SVS chairman for the outpatient labs uh, committee for the SVS. Um, And that has to do with establishing accreditation nationally around the country for outpatient-based labs, which is a new way to treat patients out of the hospital. It's a more cost-effective, more clinically efficient way to get patients in and out, particularly in today's world of COVID. You don't always want to be in the hospital. And so what we can do is is bring them in and out. And, and, And Rob actually was the first person to establish an OBL with Michigan Vascular in 2005. Wow. So he's been the leader nationally, and now he's the chair. Um, myself, um, and I've been able to um, be selected for several national or I was a recent president of the Midwestern Vascular Surgical Society, which is the regional society over 13 states in the Midwest. That was in 2018. And I serve as the co-chair for the SVS Political Action Committee, which basically talks to politicians around the country about medical issues, about reimbursement, about patient care, about Uh um, what they call surprise billing and access to care. Because many times our seniors, we have to go through this thing that's called prior authorization, which means we have to get the okay 
from people a thousand miles away right. to treat your mom or my mom or somebody right. else's. So we help with the legislative issues that way. And I'm the co-chair for that. Um, the third person. That's very important to oh, get yeah. through that red tape and figure out. And, the, and then we can't do it as physicians. It has to have political muscle. And so right. we talk on Zoom meetings with all the politicians around the country who are, who are supporting that. Awesome. And then Joe Jacket, who is our uh, CEO, uh, he has been on the initial steering committee for the SVS Physicians Assistant Group that's part of the SVS, him and six other members. So we have a lot of local and we have a lot of national recognition for which we're proud of. Yeah. Um, and we have other people who are doing different things in the state and in the region as well. Uh, but nationally, those are the main, we're the main three. That's wonderful. And, and I remembered my question while you were talking, so I wrote it down. So how uh, does somebody use your services? Do they have to have a doctor referral or does it depend on what their insurance is and that type of thing? Um, a lot of times we take everybody that comes our way, right? And okay. so a lot of times though, the insurance will specifically say, you cannot come see any of the physicians at Michigan Vascular unless you get a referral from a primary care physician. Okay. So many times though, people without insurance will come to the emergency room uh -huh. um, and then we will see them. We don't need a referral. We know okay. that they have a problem. Right. We know that we have the expertise to be able to address it. So we go see them, we don't, we don't care. But I think for the most part, uh, most of our patients come with referrals from primary care or internal medicine or cardiologist um, as a way to get them into our office. That's great. Yeah. And now I would think that in the medical field, research is obviously important, very important to improve your patient outcomes. Do you participate in clinical trials and the like? Yes, we do. I mean, uh, again, Dr. Molnar, Molnar has been leading that, and we're all involved in the group, all 10 of us as vascular surgeons and the seven advanced care providers. Since 1998, we've been involved in 85 different clinical trials. Wow. And when you look at it, it comes out to about three or four per year. Uh, we have our own research center within Michigan Vascular Center where we basically, that's all we do is that they... Uh, adjudicate the trials and do all the patient care follow-up and all the administrative task work, which is really, really quite a lot these days. Um, we believe that if the only way we really can advance patient care is through research, because there are a lot of graphs, a lot of stents, a lot of new treatment techniques that we are a part of that now are mainstream, that weren't mainstream in 2000 or 2005. Uh, one of the examples that we do is a new treatment for carotid artery disease to prevent stroke, and it's called a transcarotid artillery vascularization, or TCAR. And it's where we do a minimally invasive approach through a small incision in the neck, and we place a bare metal stent to trap any blockages or anything that might throw clots to the brain for a stroke. That's a new research trial, and we're part of two trials regarding that. Wow. That wasn't present 10 years ago. That's amazing. Yeah. That's just amazing. And I know training and education are extremely important as well. Yeah. And you're doing some things with that with fellowships? Yeah, right? I'm the um, I was uh, I'm the program director, Dr. Chris Goltz and Dr. Ranjit Dotlo are our associate program directors. And our philosophy is is that you don't advance community health care um, as well if you uh, unless you have training the next generation of vascular surgeons. So what we do is that we train three vascular surgery fellows who've completed general surgery training, but now want two additional years of vascular surgery, and so that they can become like me, 
like Dr. Molnar, like Dr. Gold, so that in two years they're able to practice on their own. I've been multiple places. I've been Southern Illinois University, the University of Washington. I've been at Wayne State University. And every place that I've been, the thought has been is that education and training advances the care of patients within that region. Um, it's just, it, it changes the concept of how you take care of patients um, and, and the care that they receive. Awesome. That's awesome. Now, how would uh, people get a hold of um, Michigan Vascular Center? They, I'm, I'm assuming they can go online. Yes. And what's that website? It's uh, www.michiganvascular.com. Okay. Um, easy to get, easy to remember. Uh, and then the phone number is 810-732-1620. Awesome. And I think I, I appreciate you coming in today. That's fascinating to me. I, I really enjoy learning about things like this. And we, maybe I can get with Joseph and we can have some of the other companies that are under your umbrella come in and talk as well, like Main Solutions and then the the gentleman who does the prosthetics. Yeah, the Amputee Associates. Yeah, That'd be great. Amputee Associates. Yeah. Love to have them. Um, but for right now, I'm going to thank you for coming in. It was wonderful to meet you yeah. and to also get all this awesome information. Um, I would like to remind our listeners that if you have any questions, you can contact us at discoverflinttownship at gmail.com or visit us on Facebook at Flint Township Events, F-L-I-N-T-T-W-P-E-V-E-N-T-S. Um, you can go to our YouTube channel, Discover Flint Township, or visit our web pages discoverflinttownship.com or flinttownship.org. I want to thank our guests today, Bridget from HAP and Dr. Matos from uh, Michigan Vascular Center. And uh, thanks to our partners, HAP, Shea Automotive Group, Financial Plus Credit Union, Guaranteed Rate, and 103.9 Fox. Discover Flint Township with, next, with us next Sunday at 7.30 a.m. This is Tracy Tucker, the Flint Township Economic Enhancement Director, and I would like to remind everyone, stay safe Stay healthy, shop local, buy local, and discover Flint Township. See you later. This has been Discover Flint Township with Tracy Tucker. For more information, visit discoverflinttownship.com. Flint Township is ready for your next move. The preceding program was pre recorded and was paid for by Discover Flint Township. The views expressed are those of Discover Flint Township and do not necessarily reflect the views of 103.9 The Fox or Krill Communications, Inc.